Welcome to the Too Much Content Podcast. I'm your host, George Brown, and I'm joined by my best friends, Stuart and Chris. With so many streaming channels out there today, it's hard to know what to spend your time watching or catching up on those incredible shows your friends and colleagues are talking about, and even if it's worth going to the cinema anymore. So we do it for you. Every episode, we come together to discuss the latest premieres in film and TV, to give you the lowdown on the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Without contradicting ourselves, you can listen to us anywhere on the go, so we can help you find what's best to watch. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Too Much Content podcast. Um, Stuart still isn't here with us. We've um, decided to break the episodes up this week. We think we'll do this from now on, going forward. I think we'll have an episode on film, an episode on TV, released um, twice a week. Just to split it up a bit, as there is too much content, and listening to an hour and a forty-five minute podcast is a bit much. So, going to split into like two one-hour pod uh, episodes a week um, from now on. And like I said, Stuart isn't with us still. Um, you've got Chris and I here still. Hello, hi Chris, and um, Stuart's off in. Where did Stuart go? He's gone skiing, hasn't he? I'm skiing in France. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful for him. I just got back off from Morocco. Did where, you? where are you going, Chris? <laughs> Well, I'm going to the French <laughs> Open in uh, Ooh, June. Very nice. You have to give us a little uh, taste while you're away. Paddy. <laughs> my first time. Paddy. Your first time in Paris? First time in France. No. What about oh, schools yeah. and stuff? I never went. Get the violin out. <laughs> 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 oh, mate. Okay, well, that would be awesome. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. So, in this episode, which we're covering TV, we're going to take a look at um, Tad Lasso. This first two episodes have come out. We're going to revisit The Mandalorian and Servant and The Last of Us. So obviously Servant and The Last of Us have both finished in their runs of episodes now. So we're going to probably go heavily into spoilers for those. Um, Mandalorian's halfway through the season, so we'll probably do spoilers for the first four episodes. Um, until that, so we won't really spoil much. So if we go into Ted Lasso, we've got Jason Sudeikis back um what do you think of the first two first two episodes chris i like them i think they've got a lot of criticism from other critics people saying it's not as good as what's gone before i haven't reread many reviews has it has it got has it had that really um i didn't like this <coughs> most recent episode basically <laughs> the play match against chelsea because you're a chelsea fan yeah me as a chelsea fan didn't like it at all Bloody so hell. Is that tra- a plane? As a, as a train goes by. <laughs> I think. Is that a plane going <laughs> over? Fuck, that was low. Um, he didn't like the whole Chelsea thing as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, as a Chelsea fan, there's a whole thing about them disrespecting the Ray Wilkins banner. Was that really? Yeah, Ray oh, Wilkins. Because they had Roy up instead. Yeah. Right, okay. They just changed it to Roy from Ray. Um, so Chelsea supporters trust were very, they put out a letter. Really? Yeah. And I disappointed they were, and the chairman, our chairman, responded. But the only reason they played Chelsea is because we now have an American owner, and blah blah blah. But anyway, um, yeah, the episode itself just signed this big new, big shot striker, haven't they? Zaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, which yeah, let's see how it goes. Obviously, him and Jamie Tart are gonna. Oh, obviously, there's gonna be a bit of conflict there. I just felt it was a bit unnatural. Like, mm. It's just, it's just. For me, but it's, the whole thing's a bit unnatural, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's a comedy. <clears throat> it's sort of. I mean, you, you're quite a big football fan. Um, I'm, I'm not, but I, I watch football, obviously. But I don't. Um, 
I just think it's too Americanized for me. Like, it's too positive. See, this is a big thing in football in general. Because right. you had the Leeds manager, Jesse March. Yeah. Uh, people, English uh, journalists would just criticise him openly. People would say, oh, it's only because he's American, you do all those stupid Americanisms. Oh, you don't know football, you call it soccer. Yeah. yeah. People call him too enthusiastic, like Americans are. Yeah. I think everyone generally finds Americans. Overly well, enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of a stereotype. Yeah, Chris, a few are stereotypes. <laughs> overly enthusiastic. Um, yeah. I just too, find, like, there's some things in it. I think it's a bit cringy sometimes. Like, yeah, like, but you got to think about the foundations of what Ted Lasso was, which is a whole sketching by NBC, where he went into Tottenham and became was doing this whole riff from being the Tottenham Tottenham manager. Right. Okay. I didn't um, see. I don't know the yeah. backstory like you do. Um, um, so yeah, Jason Sakis did that with Brendan Hunt, who obviously now plays uh, his coach. Right. Um, so yeah, that's where it came from. Stand so they've still that. got a play on that. Right. Obviously, but that's taken off. I thought, oh, mate, I, I did enjoy the first two series, and I quite like the idea of hope and stuff, and you know, the positive, believe. Yeah, yeah, believe and all that. But I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying it. Well, it's something different, isn't it, for it the English yeah. audience? As much as we're going to criticize Americans, yeah, um, there's a lot of things to criticize Americans about. But thank <laughs> um, you, yeah. political Chris. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's quite refreshing just to see that different take. And I think it has taken off over here. Obviously in America it's huge. Mm. Um, and over here, I know, my cousin loves it. Yeah. They've got this whole new bit of merch now with Nike. Got the whole Nike deal and everyone's loving it. Yeah, so, yeah the, it's exploded, hasn't it? It's in FIFA as well. All the clothing, they're on FIFA. Um, mm. Yeah, they're going to games over here. They went to the FA Cup final that first year, the, the, the year the first series came out. Um Who's they, sorry? Yeah. The cast. Oh, right, okay, yeah. the cast. Um, and obviously, I think for the other cast in it, no, talk about Brett Goldstein. Who does he play? Roy Kent. Yeah, I love him. Brett Goldstein is an English comic. Though still performs comedy, does a pod- does a great podcast, Movies to be Buried With. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. cool. Um, <clears throat> I was an actor, was in Derek. Oh, really, was he? Yeah. I haven't seen Derek. He's the boyfriend. You've never seen Derek? No. Nah. With Ricky Gervais? No, I haven't seen that. I need to watch right. that. Um, so, yeah. And he was in his one main film, which won a lot of praise, this independent film called Super Bob, which Super is a great Bob. film as well. Um, yeah. And obviously he's a writer and he's writing Shrinkham. Yeah, so Shrinkham. I, I heard this, but then I didn't know if it was true, which is, who who's the main cast in Shrinkham? Jason Ford, Jason Siegel. Yeah, that's it. Brilliant series. We'll talk about it when we next podcast. Yeah, yeah. We, I've just started watching today. it. It's good. Um but yeah, I heard the rumour that he was a producer or like he was a co-writer on it mm-hmm. and I didn't know if I that was true. I think he co-writes for this as well. Does he? I think so. And obviously, he's now in Marvel, isn't he? he well, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Hercules, but yeah. whether or not that's going to go anywhere, I don't know. Because the uh, Marvel guy, who? Uh, the Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Saw him in Ted Lasso. I loved him so much. Really? That he contacted him personally. Yeah. Oh, Said, wow. I want you to play this character. Fair play to him. Yeah. Oh, I like Roy Keane in it. He's, he's funny. Um, Roy Kent. Roy, Roy Kent, sorry. Not Roy Kent, sorry. Roy <laughs> that Kent. awful series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the complete opposite of what the series is about, optimism. Yeah. Um, but no, I like his character in it, and I, I think he's quite enjoyable to watch, and he's funny. So I do, I've enjoyed the first two episodes, and I do enjoy the um, series and stuff, but 
yeah, I just I think sometimes I find it a bit too positive. And like when he's talking in the press conference and he says, "Oh, yeah, you just done your hair," and she's like, "Oh, I have, thank you." It's just like it's so not English. I don't, but all mean? the jokes land though. All of Ted's, for me, definitely. Uh, it's but, all land. Maybe it's because I'm immersed in that football world and seeing him at these press conferences and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, maybe because know. as a football fan, you, yeah, you, yeah. you're more immersed in the world. But yeah, I just I do struggle with the, uh, the, the sort of unrealisticness of it, if that's even a word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But no, but I, I, so I have enjoyed the first episodes, and yeah, they are watchable. I do like watching them, and I enjoyed the last series. Where do you think the series is going to go, though? Well, I think they're going to stay up. You think they are going to stay up? Yeah. What, with maybe this new striker? To, maybe they'll get Europe. But as talk, is this a lost series? I have no idea. Some people said it's going to be a lost series. When they've been asked in interviews, they go, well, we don't know, we'll see how it goes. Hmm. So, well, I do think the audience is tapering off. Cliffhanger ending, and they're just going to end it there. Hmm. Or is it something else? I do think the audience is, I haven't got any statistics on this, but I do feel like audiences are tapering off. I don't think, it's, I don't think they are. No? no. Okay. Because obviously the end of last season was the best thing. Obviously with Nate, we haven't spoke about that. Nate uh, leaving, yeah, yeah, yeah. That big, inter- he plays Nate again. Big speed, Nick Mohammed, another Nick Mohammed. English comedian. Yeah. There's an actor called Mister Swallow. He's going on oh, tour. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been on. I think that's his kind of. But yeah, obviously he just went off at um, Ted, and now he's joined. Obviously, West Ham, the Richmond owners' ex-partners club, West Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, being the wonder kid. And all that, so yeah, I think I'm I think quite interested. Obviously, they do better than them. There's a the big rival them. I think Richmond will surely think do Nate will come back, and they will come. Yeah, yeah. But by the end of the season, or yeah, right. Because obviously, well, maybe I don't know. I just thought about this. Maybe Coach Beard just got guys of like. Obviously, he had that episode last season where it was just about Coach Beard. Yeah, and he was kind of going off the rails. Yeah, thought, maybe he goes off the rails again, and Nick will, and Nate Nate replaces him. Um I don't know if they'll do that. Uh, I just also, I thought maybe they'll do the spin where Nate starts to see Yona's true colours. You know, the, oh, definitely, Yona definitely, definitely. There was the first episode, talk about the first episode. He buys him a new car, doesn't he? This big new. That's the thing. Yeah. So I thought he was going to start to see his true colours in the first episode, but then he almost like wins him background by buying him that car and mm-hmm. like treating him. And you know, I think he definitely him... will because then you had him, he's sort of you know, going in on Ted in the press conference. Yeah. And then... Ted, I think he'll start to have realisation. Yeah, instead of biting and clapping back, Ted yeah. went calm and said, yeah, take the piss out of me. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously the best way to do with bullies yeah, if, if young people. Definitely right. he'll mellow a bit and yeah, I think he'll come around. Yeah. Probably, oh, well, he'll probably get sacked when he... Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's yeah. probably most likely. The owner will probably... He'll sack get sacked him. and then they'll have to come crying back and it'll be the whole thing, whether they accept it or not, and then they will. Mm. Yeah. It's a good show. I'm just thinking... I love it. Obviously, I went to Richmond as well. We've been there visiting little locations. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So whenever it comes up, we're going, well, I've been there. We've been there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just something now whenever we watch an episode. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely... For anyone like who hasn't watched cultural it. sort of moment, I think. Yeah. How it's taken off and it's immersive. Even though, yes, it's the it's bloody Richmond and that doesn't really need it. No, Rich yeah. enough. Um, but yeah I think it's I obviously think it's done really helped. well much better than people thought it would do yeah no yeah yeah. and it's obviously I mean obviously football the Premier League doesn't really need that exposure but it does get it out to the American audiences doesn't it mm-hmm. a lot more and makes it more immersive I think if you haven't seen Ted Lasso um, 
I think it definitely helps if you're more into football. I think it, you know. Yeah, but I would say you don't need to be into football. To watch no, it. and I wasn't really into football, but you know, I've as I've gotten older, I've kind of gotten into. And more into well, it. that's the thing though, because there's nothing like football. That's yeah, yeah. Like. And then you don't really see football much. You in talk the show. about being unrealistic. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. Part of the show. I know, and also, but like, you don't really see much football in the show, do you? Nah. Uh, it's more like behind the scenes of what the characters are dealing with that you kind of go through. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'd I'd recommend it if you haven't seen it. Um, the first two seasons are really good. They're out. It's on. We haven't mentioned, but it's on Apple TV. Um, if you've got an Apple TV subscription, I'd definitely give it a go. Apple TV Plus. Oh, sorry, Apple TV Plus. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely I'd definitely recommend it. Definitely say give it a go. It's um. That is enjoyable to watch. It's yeah, just, I think it's just, quite light hearted. With with all these shows out at the minute, like The Last of Us and um, Servant, and like, that we're going to talk about today, and other shows that are out there that are a bit, you know, f- heavy. You know, Yellowstone. Yeah, you know, all these mm. sort of gang, you know, violent programs. It's, it's nice to have something that's a bit airy, a bit lighter in mood that you can and kind that's of what, yeah, watch. I think that's why it's done so well. Yeah, because about, about hope and belief and yeah, optimism. Mm. Um, it's nice yeah, to watch, definitely. have a show to watch that you can kind of watch mm-hmm. after the last one, where there's been a zombie yeah. ripping someone's face off, and you're like, "Well, not a zombie, nice not a zombie, not a zombie." Well, what do you mean, not a zombie? I'm not zombies, are they? Oh, come on to that. You know they are, but mm. the concept of zombies. Sorry, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> but we. Um, I think it's just nice to go and watch that, and it's 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 a little bit light-hearted. Um, but yeah, so that's Ted Lasso. Two episodes, and probably revisit it towards the end of the series. Um, see how if our predictions have come true and uh, what we think of the finale. How many episodes are in this series? So we're two episodes in. Comes out every Wednesday. Twelve. That's twelve. Twelve. Oh, so that makes me think of. Ends so. in the last day of May. So how many were in the last two series? If you're asking, I think Chris got the statistics. Ten. Ten. Eight. It's ten. So that makes me think twelve is the final oh, ten series. And season two was twelve as well. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So. Twelve episodes that come out every Wednesday. Um yeah, on Apple T V plus. Um but yeah, definitely recommend it. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah, so that's Ted Lasso. <laughs> Going into I think best talk about Mandalorian next, because we're halfway through the series of Mandalorian. There's been four episodes. Um Mandalorian also comes out every Wednesday on Disney Plus. Um, how'd you find it so far? Oh, it's got a lot of criticism. Has it? See, yeah, I, I haven't been reading any reviews. I mean, if you look at the ratings, I don't like to look at ratings, but I do find myself doing that. What that What me? are you using to look at ratings? IMDb, IMDb, IGN. Uh, yeah, they've all been disappointed. I think, especially by the third episode, where he introduced. Um, the Doctor again. Doctor Pershing. Pershing, that's it. Um, nobody liked that as it wasn't really continuing any sort of story. There's a whole new thing. Um, mm, well, it does continue the story from seasons one and two. Because, yeah. obviously, you've got the cloning conspiracy. With... But I just think any episode that isn't heavily featured on Grogu, people's like, oh. Yeah, I do think... Like, Grogu? I want to see something cute. I saw something on Instagram the other day that said, oh, I watch it for The Mandalorian, not for yeah. this other... But, but I we don't what, watch it for Mandalorian, though, do we? We watch I, it for Grogu. 
I'll watch it for the Mandalorian. Grogu is just an added extra. But Grogu is cute. But, but it's I, less and less Mandalorian in this season, definitely, because he's with his whole crew now. Yeah, and I think... But I, I don't mind that. I know people are saying they criticise that. But for me, the first two episodes, I kind of was like, ah, oh, it's going back to... I think a lot of people love th- about the first season was that it was kind of like each individual episode was its own sort of adventure. A little like, you know... Yeah, because the format of it is sort of like an old... Like old Saturday serial yeah. sort of you know Saturday morning like program there's a beast he's got a fighter beast yeah then it's kind of resolved by the end of the episode and I think at at the start I did enjoy that but with Star Wars I think everything's everything's kind of got an overarching story of how it fits in and I think when they started doing that in season the end of season one season two I started liking where the story was going that there was a bit of a cloning conspiracy and you know Mm -hmm. How, where's that going with that? Obviously, Moff Gideon with mm. the Empire and getting the dark saber. Where is he? We well, yeah, we haven't seen him yet, but I think he will make a return. Um, and in uh, yeah, and in this series started, and it kind of went back to that formula of just like the first episodes were kind of their own little adventure, um, and it's all resolved by the end. And episode three, episode four has done that too, but I really enjoy seeing the Mandalorians and seeing how their little community works yeah. and the training. <clears throat> and their beliefs and I kind of we got that at the end of uh, I complained about this on the last episode about episode 2 kind of they started to look at that and then it was like oh this monster attacks and then Mandalorian was flying from planet to planet all over the place and I was like oh, I'm not really enjoying this but 3 and 4 have definitely turned me around I think episode 3 because it felt more like an Andor episode mm. um, and we've long you know, as we, well it's like an hour long it was an hour long yeah and we didn't speak much about and we haven't spoken about Andor on the podcast, but I really enjoyed Andor. And it just felt like it was a lot more grown up, that mm-hmm. episode. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of looked at, um, they go to Coruscant, which is like the capital like planet of the, the Antarctic Galaxy sort of thing, the Empire, which is now the Republic. Yeah, the senator was in Andor, wasn't she? Where she was based. Yes, uh, yes. And so that's kind of like where the main hub of action happens. And it kind of highlights what happened to the Empire officers and they're being kind of retrained to join the Republic. Mm-hmm. But then obviously you find out that that girl, I can't remember what her name was, um, if you got it there. But yeah, she kind of turns back. You, she obviously, you know she's bad because she, she worked with Moff Gideon on his like Empire fleet. Um, and he's like Imperial Cruiser. But yeah, she she's quite evil still. And she... So why do you think she... Obviously, anyone listening, we're in spoilers, but she kind of destroyed the doctor's mind didn't she using that device why do you think yeah. she did that well because she's either just to further her own cause no because they're both so she's rejoined the rebellion yep didn't she um so she's she set him up mm-hmm. didn't she the doctor um yeah and now but i think she got what she needed from him what did she get well, the, the in terms equipment. of like, re- yeah. Right, okay. And now she's gonna further her own and go back to Moff. That's how is gonna be reintroduced. So I've also heard well, rumblings she's definitely with that, still you, with Moff Gideon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think she's trying to get Moff Gideon out. But mm-hmm. have you ever heard of the character Thrawn? Yeah. Right, so Colonel Thrawn. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've I've heard People of saying Benedict Cumberbatch could play him. Oh really? Yeah, that that'd yeah. be mad. That'd be really interesting actually. But I've heard rumblings that Thrawn might show up in this series and the Ahsoka series is meant to heavily lean on like Thrawn coming back. So I don't know if they're setting up that sort of thing with Moff Gideon and her and Thrawn coming through. Um, 
but yeah, that was quite brutal. Like end of the episode that she like destroyed his mind, and then with the latest episode, episode four, I just think it was like really well done. Like I think the CGI in this series is unreal. Yeah, it's yeah. unreal. It's like movie quality. I can't mm. get over how good it looks. And with the like dragon creature that came down in episode four, it just looks so yeah. flawless. And weird dragon, wasn't it? It was a weird dragon, yeah. but it wasn't a dragon or whatever it is. But it's like, be interesting bird how creature. they train his little babies. Yeah. Well, she obviously... Yeah, hopefully he rides that dragon. Or the Mythosaur. one of them. Or one of those little ones. Oh, one of the little dragon babies. So, and also she saw the... find the Mythosaur. Yeah. She saw the Mythosaur. And where do you think the Mythosaur thing's going? Because she hasn't said to... Well, they've got to go back to the minds of... Mandalore. Mandalore, don't they? Yeah, but... So maybe that's where he does his final battle with Moff Gideon at the end. No, I think... I I, I don't know why she's keeping it a secret. Well, she obviously told the Forger, didn't she? Mm. Um... And in the Forger didn't like really believe her. Or it didn't seem like she... I can't work out if she didn't believe her or if she knows the Mythosaur's there and she didn't doesn't want anyone to know. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, well, does Bo-Katine like, want to keep the Mythosaur for herself? Because so, the prophecy is that anyone who rides the Mythosaur is the person to lead Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So is she going to keep... Because she's obviously well, going to want to go and get it back, isn't she? Because she lost the dark saber. That's what I'm saying. She obviously hasn't got the dark saber, and the dark saber is also a symbol of the leader of Mandalore. So, mm-hmm. is she going to? Maybe she'll have the Mythosaur, and the Mandalorian, you know, what's his name, Jin Din Djarin. Maybe he'll have the dark saber. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. lead together. I was a bit disappointed the dark saber didn't come out again. I don't. I was fighting this dragon. That's everything. He's got the dark saber. He obviously obviously doesn't know how to yeah, use yeah. it very well, and obviously you can see Bo-Katine uses it a lot. A lot more, um, welds it a lot better than he does, but um, wields it a lot better than he does. But yeah, it just, uh, it's a it's a massive token, and obviously I would have thought they'd be using it a lot more to like, sell toys and stuff, and hmm. maybe we don't want that. But you know, it's it's a huge tool. Well, someone needs to train him in how to use it, don't they? That's what so we need like, to see that. And what I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous because there's only eight episodes yeah. in the series, and we're already halfway through, and the story I don't feel has moved on that much and I'm like well okay so you've got four episodes now episode mm. four was only half an hour long well which we, we haven't talked about the big thing from this episode yet have we what's that which is where Baby Yoda met the new Jedi we had a flashback of Baby yes. Yoda yes sorry and um, met the new Jedi yeah who was played by have you got his name there I can't remember his name on top of my head Ahmed Best yeah so yeah, Kellerin Beck is the Jedi name, and he's played by Ahmed Best, who obviously, as we both know, played Jar Jar Binks, and got Voiced. huh? Of, Voiced. No, you played him. Did yeah, yeah, you played him. Mm-hmm. If you look at the behind the scenes footage, he wore he wears like a sort of like hat with like the head on it. Oh wow! Yeah, so he actually did play him. He doesn't look that old as well, does he? But yeah, Ahmed Best plays the Jedi, who also played Jar Jar Binks in the prequel. Um, series and obviously as we know he got a lot of backlash for Jojo Binks because he wasn't a very liked character um, and I, I do feel for him that you went through like a lot of like mental health issues because like, he was obviously reeling from that um, from the backlash of that and so it's nice to see he also did a um, children's TV program for Star Wars I can't remember what it's called mm. but yeah basically it was like a competition program and he played this Jedi Keller and Beck in that oh. so it's actually continued on from that the game show and which was actually can- apparently it was quite good, but it's cancelled because of COVID. Um, but yeah, so he comes back as Keller and Beck. Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge. That's the one. Yep. And so he comes back. So I, and I think he's got a lot of praise. Like everyone's said that they really liked him in this episode. I'm really glad that he's kind of got a positive reaction coming back. Um, 
it's just nice to see. It's been mm. like Anakin, you know, with Hayden yeah. Christensen, like coming back and getting the respect he deserves. You know, it wasn't really their fault that the prequels are so. Again, bad. all this. This is a flashback of Grogu. Yeah. Where was Luke? Well, Luke was born, was he? He's a baby. Remember. So it's flashbacks to the end of Order sixty six, or like the start of Order sixty six, when Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin are fighting on Mustafar. Is Grogu that old? Yeah. He's a baby. Yeah, but he's like 50 years old. He's old. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like 50 mm-hmm. years old. And I thought Luke Yoda's... was the first Jedi in that. No, 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 no. So he was at the temple. That's what the flashback was showing you. He was at the temple when Order 66 happened. When shit went down. And then, yeah, they were trying to... So th- there's obviously something more to... I think maybe because in the lore of Star Wars, the Yoda species isn't very, like... There aren't many of them. So I think they were protecting him because the Yoda species is very heavily strong in the Force, and their species in general are just like very strong in the Force. So they were probably protecting him because like he's their last hope to like take down the Empire. So I think that's why so many Jedi were trying to protect him. Um, yeah, and then obviously I think Karen Beck, the Jedi, he's pretty cool in this. He double wields two two lightsabers, doesn't he? And yeah, fuck cool. shit up. Yeah. I, thought was, I thought he was very cool. I, I really enjoyed it. And I'll be honest with you, even though it was a half an hour episode, I think they did a lot. In mm-hmm. this episode, you know, you had the cool bit with um, the Mandalorians and the the dragon um, sort sort of side quest, and then you had this like flashback of Grogu. So I think you learn a lot, and I think it was quite cool, and it shows you what they can do with a half an hour episode. And it didn't really bother me that it was only half an hour. I no. think the episode should be as long as they need to be, and if you can tell a good enough story in that time, then yeah, why does it need to be any longer than that? Um, See, so yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I think anyone who's seen hasn't seen the mandalorian obviously we're just talking about series three episodes but <clears throat> you know i'll definitely watch this show i think you wouldn't really listen to us if you hadn't watched yeah series one two of the mandalorian but yeah i think the series has been good so far um kind of unsure about the first two episodes but it's kind of one me back around and i'm looking forward to kind of seeing where it goes from here mm-hmm. i just hope they do a lot with the next four episodes I mean, creatively as well, all the episodes are sort of directed by different people. Mm, which I think is quite um, cool. Like this one was directed by Carl Weathers. Yeah. Which, yeah, I found a bit mad when I saw that come up. He did Obviously well. He plays Grief Cargo. Apparently mm. someone, I was watching a YouTube video of these guys reacting to the episode and they said that apparently uh, someone asked um, Carl Weathers, oh, when you, when's the next episode you're, you're directing? He's like, oh, it's coming out next week and it's called Foundling. And they were like, I don't think you should be saying that. <laughs> and he was like, well, because oh, that's the thing please, with, please. when you watch it on Disney Plus, yeah, on the Wednesday when it comes out, it doesn't have the title next to it. It will just say Chapter Twenty, right? And they only put the title on the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't give anything. Yeah, which is quite good. I think more. Which I think that's funny yeah, why he said that. Should, more should do that. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know how long they're gonna take the Mandalorian and how many series they're gonna squeeze out of it. I think but... at least five. I read a Empire magazine interview with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Right, and he said they're going to try and at least hit five. He said there's still more to tell. Well, there's always more to tell. Obviously, yeah, obviously. They still... That's why I'm so scared. Everyone's willing to do it. It's the biggest... Yeah, biggest series there. Everyone yeah. loves Pedro Pascal. I mean, he's on, he's on a... He's on a good yeah. moment, isn't he? He's got The Last of Us, this... I think he's just killing it in the daddy department. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the series so far, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And um, it's kind of got me more excited about where it's going to go mm-hmm. from here. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you're always thinking about what what is going to happen. I think you can guess what's going to happen in Mandalorian. You just sort of, sort of go with it. Mm, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think next episode we definitely, I think we'll go back to Dr. Pershing and Elia and Ennis. Oh, really? Do you think? See what happens with them. Hopefully, we get a bit of Moff Gideon. I know he's definitely in the series. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Giancarlo is the guy said that. It'd be interesting. And, and uh, obviously, Ahsoka, they've said that Ahsoka's coming back to the series. Mm-hmm. So when is she going to come out? Because I guess they've got to set up that series because I think that's coming out this year. The Ahsoka series. Yeah. So they've got to kind of set up that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to do in four episodes, man. You know, I, mean, I hope it's not just like it was in Boba Fett when you had that whole Mandalorian episode, basically. Yeah, we just I have like a We have a whole, episode. like, yeah, yeah. Just takes over the whole thing. But I'm, actually, I'm afraid that might happen. Oh, I better not. <laughs> Yeah, that was a big disappointment, Bob Fett. But no, I think it's been a good series so far, and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. And yeah, like we said, every Wednesday. Um, I doubt you'd be listening to this if you haven't seen the first, you know, couple of series of Mandalorian. But yeah, we we were enjoying it. Um, thing is, though, if they introduce a show, will we have Anakin in it? Because he's in the series. What a Soka series? Yeah. yeah, but I reckon that the Soka series is going to be. So have you have you seen Rebels? Star Wars Rebels. It's an animated TV show. Bits of the first series. No, no, it's a really no. good series for anyone who wants to watch it. If you're into like animation, it's it's a really good series. Um, kind of follows after, um, episode three and kind of what happens with the rebels like, kind of being built up. Um, but there's a character in that called Ezra. Um, and it's a bit of a spoiler. If you don't want to know anything about <laughs> Rebels. <laughs> Don't listen to this bit. Skip ahead. But yeah, in Rebels, Ezra goes missing at right. the end of the series. So he's fighting Thrawn and they're on a spaceship and these sort of like, you know the monsters? So, you know in episode two, one or two, they're flying in the ship and Yoda, the baby Grogu, looks out the window and he sees like, well, it looks like these whale creatures in the yeah, hyperspace. Yeah, we spoke about that last time, yeah. Yeah, so that's from Rebels mm-hmm. and basically they can travel through hyperspace and so what they do yeah. is they wrap around Thrawn and Ezra in the ship and they get shot out into space through hyperspace, and you don't know what happens to Ezra. Right. And then you see, like, ten years on, Ahsoka and um, another Mandalorian character called Sabine Wren, they um, say, oh, we're going to go look for Ezra. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Sabine Wren, it's definitely confirmed that Sabine Wren and um, Ahsoka are going to turn up in the series. So I think that it's going to show them looking for Ezra. And this is where I think everything's going to connect, right? So you've got them looking for Ezra... I think then in the Ahsoka series, you're going to have them looking for Ezra, dealing with Thrawn, and um, showing flashbacks to Ahsoka with Anakin, mm-hmm. um, and maybe find Darth Vader before, like when the Empire was still around. I think there'll be flashbacks. Um, yeah. But then, I want to know where Ezra's gone. And and in the new, what's the, what's the new Jedi, Jedi Survivor game coming out? In April. Oh, yeah, I was trying the other day. Yeah, looks incredible. Yeah. I hope they introduce him. Well, so he's an actor. So, what's his name? Uh, I say Monaghan. You have to look it up. What, the actor's name? Yeah. What's the character's name, the Jedi Lord? Cal Kestis. Cal. So, if you look up who plays Cal Kestis, uh, he was in the Gotham series and he played the Joker. Did he? Yeah. No way. In the Gotham series, yeah. That's where his first, like, big role was. So he plays the Joker in no the Gotham way. series. So what's his name? The actor's name? Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, Cameron Monaghan. So he's obviously an actor. Um, he's a good actor. He he played the Joker really well in Mate, Gotham. I loved that first game. I played it on the Wii back in the day. 
No, you're talking about you're thinking about the wrong game. No, I'm not. Was it with him? The first one. It was not on Wii. It was on Wii because I played it. No, Honestly, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was so difficult to defeat. I think you're thinking about the wrong game. I'm not, honestly. It was on Wii. Jedi Survivor? Yeah. I think it was number two. Huh? I think it was number two. What do you mean it was on two? Number one or two. It's on Wii. Sorry, not Jedi Survivor. Jedi... It was on Wii, man. <sighs> Fallen Order? Yeah. Just have a look now. It doesn't look like it's on Wii. Okay, well, anyway, Wii, if it's man. on Wii, fair enough. Oh. Fair enough. I don't think it was, mate. Hold on. Anyway. Yeah, Force Unleashed. That's not Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed is a different game. It's not. It's Calcustus, isn't it? No. No? Sorry, listeners. Chris has got muddled up. Fallen Order oh, it's not, is no. not, not <laughs> what you're thinking about. Jedi no, Unleashed. Introduce him. That's a sick game. <laughs> Honestly, on Wii, I was so annoyed with that game, man. <laughs> That is a good game, but that's that's Starkiller. His name is Starkiller, that guy. Oh, he was insane. And people spoke about him coming into it, but I just think he's overpowered. But no, Jedi Fallen Order was um had um one hand in it and um yeah, he's he's an actor and he's good in Gotham as the Joker. So he could come into the series and I think he might sharpen the Ahsoka series. But I think the new game, Jedi Survivor, you hear about them talking in the trailer, Oh, um, we found somewhere where we can go and all be safe. So I'm wondering, is is there a place out there in this in space that this Calcastus guy is, Ezra is, you know, all the Jedi mm. are kind of going there like to be safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere like on the far edges of space where the Emperor doesn't really go. Mm. <clears throat> where they're like sort of building their own empire, which would be like really interesting to explore that. So there's a few interesting things coming up. Um, yeah, let's just see where it goes. So that's that's the Mandalorian. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about Servant and The Last of Us now. Um, we're going to go heavy in the spoilers with these because they've they've finished. So we've both said before in our last episodes to to watch these because they're they're very good. So if if you haven't watched them yet, go watch them and come back and listen to our review of the finale of both both series. Um, what one do you want to kick off first with, Servant or Last of Us? Go Servant. Yeah, go Servant. Servant. Yeah. So we actually just watched Servant last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're recording. We're about a week late. Seven yeah. um, came out on Friday. So, in our last episode, we spoke with our dear friend Stuart, and Stuart had kind of. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> he does sound dead, like, like that when I said that. Sorry. He's on holiday. But yeah, Stuart um, was kind of going off it a bit, wasn't he? He wasn't really enjoying it. Um, mm. But you and I were kind of. I was a bit die hard fans, I would say. We we were really enjoying it, and we said to stick by it, but he hasn't. Um, sorry to say, but what did you think of the the ending? So we watched it last I don't night. Know. Obviously, um, Leanne. I get, I get it. Leanne ended up killing herself. Yeah. Um, to let Dorothy and um, Toby Kibble Sean. Sean to let Dorothy and Sean and her brother go. Um. And sort of yeah, she's breaking she, the curse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ends up killing herself using, and I was surprised by this. She used the way that they said, you know, by cutting your arms and burning yourself, mm-hmm. putting that song on. Yeah, putting the song yeah. on. So I was surprised that she actually did it. The ritual of the way, so it kind of makes me think. Well, was she still like scared about the religion all the way through? And did she actually still have the belief in that religion of the what were they called the Saint Latter Day Saints or something? Latter-day Saints, yeah. Is it Latter Day Saints? Yeah. Um, yeah, and. Uh, 
I mean, it, it, the, the episode for me felt like it went by in like 10 minutes. I mean, they're only half an hour episodes. Mm. I do think them coming out as a bunch. So obviously we started it late and we kind of blasted through the first three yeah. seasons, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I, I do think that's a better way of watching it because they're only half an hour episodes. And I don't think you feel like you're given enough in each episode to kind of make you want to come back the week after. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know there's little cliffhangers, but I didn't yeah. feel it as much in this series. Um, I don't know if because it was dying down because this is the last series. Um, but yeah, I, I just kind of, I prefer binge watching it rather than going at Wayne week by week for a half an hour episode. It just seemed yeah. a bit poor, but no, yeah. Um, but this episode just felt like it went by very quickly and I did enjoy it. I thought it was good. Um, kind of, I kind of suspected that she was going to die at the end. Yeah. Um, someone had to die. I think it could have been. I enjoyed the way it ended with her dying, and obviously there is a big twist. And the twist is that her brother yeah. is now a part of the Latter Day Saints, um, Rupert Grint. Well, if he wants to be. No, I think he is, because mm. she said to the oh, the other big twist is the policewoman, Officer Reyes, yeah, who who turns out to be a, one of the Latter Day Saints, mm-hmm. um, like sort of cult people. She comes over to, um, what's Rupert Grint's character's name? Julian. Julian. She comes over to Julian. And she says. He's getting a coffee and, you know, thinks everything's back to normal. Dorothy and Sean have kind of left in a taxi to start their new life. Yeah. And the police officer comes over to him and she says, I need to speak to you. And then very subtly in the background, you start to see people coming out of, like, mm-hmm. crooks and crannies. And it's a bit creepy. And she says, oh, when you're ready to talk, come talk to us. So he is a part of the Latter-day Saints, in my eyes. Yeah. Um, and, and she's just saying... sort of symbolise that with the angel wings. Yeah, he looks in like a reflection of the glass, doesn't he? And sees angel wings mm-hmm. on his back. So it makes me think that they do each have some sort of power. and the But the power is to bring back someone from the dead. Because it's explained to us by the police officer that when he lost consciousness and he died um, back in series two, I think it was, when he overdosed on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. And Leanne like banged his chest. And they're now saying that, that was he did die and that she's brought him back to life. And I think they're sort of the one they can bring back one sort of person, um, each of them to like spread the religion. So I thought that was quite interesting. I thought it was quite an interesting take that he's now a part of the Latter Day Saints. And John, you know what if they were to make a? They're not going to, I don't think. But if they were to make a series of Rupert Grint dealing with that sort of fallout, nah, they won't. They won't do that. But I'm saying if they did, I would really enjoy that because I re- Rupert Grint's character for most of the series was my favourite part of it. Um, yeah, I just loved him and like him being that sort of the way he is dealing with like, the fact that he's now in that religion it would be really funny I think, well it would be really interesting and entertaining to watch mm-hmm. um, but no I don't think they're going to do that but that would be quite cool but yeah how did you find that twist yeah I liked it I had to do something at the end mm-hmm. I, didn't, I think just Leanne dying wouldn't have been enough no and I think when Dorothy and Sean kind of drive off I was like oh, is that it is mm. that really it is, this, is that how it's yeah. going to finish and it's, it's a sweet ending and I'm kind of like glad that everything kind of went back to normal. But I was like, yeah, come on, there's got to be mm. something more. I'm a bit in between just because the whole Leanne death thing, I thought just the flames and stuff were quite poorly done in terms of visual effects wise. See, I disagree with you. But this is a series which is so highly focused on effects and the whole atmosphere and scene building. Like the whole camera work, we had that camera shot when they were in the car. Yeah, and it pulled out the car. Uh, and yeah, the window, which I thought was really good. In this episode, we had the whole... Whom you had 
To no. Toby. Toby. Yeah, on the phone. Had, uh, no, but I'm not talking about Toby. You had um oh I've lost my name. Yeah, Dorothy and Sean in the yeah. same shot, and Dorothy was trying to the front of the camera. You had Sean in the background. Yeah, that was really good. But it wasn't like they were both out of focus, though. No, they were both in And focus. they were both sort of zoomed, yeah. It was really good, really good shot. The camera um, work in this is incredible. Exactly. And for, something, for that to be incredible, and then the effects sort of... Sort of but I don't think the effects were that bad. I mean, there's fire. Like, how awful. do you do fire? Especially oh. on the roof as well. Well, what, what was awful about Because the background really didn't look... Really bad quality, yeah. It just took me out of it a bit. Ah, see, I, Anything I didn't think with it bad effects in it just sort of takes me out. I don't think it was that bad. I think obviously it was pouring down with rain when on the roof and having that chat and yeah. yeah. And in terms of scene building, like the weather is a massive part of it. Yeah. Um, remember the the whole heat wave and the baby died. Yeah, of course. The rain, it's like the heat for stress, really. Rain for the panic or upset. Yeah. Um, and the other thing being the whole food, food sort of being the yeah, a huge part of the series. Yeah. Big sort of relief. You got to, you got Sean Turner there as the chef. All this idyllic food. It's great restaurant mm. quality food. Um, and yeah, for you to be so sort of based in that, but then uh, yeah, infectious let down. Oh, oh yeah, it didn't really take me out of it. I mean, you've got someone, an actor, working with fire, and she literally lights herself on fire. And I yeah, thought, I'll, yeah. That, the okay, camera, that is something the, that we haven't really seen before. So yeah, the camera it was kind of like on her other shoulder, and like you see her arm catch light, and you see her like kind of spin around, like being little light. I mean, that was pretty brutal for me. I thought that was quite a good, quite a good effect, and how they did that. So for me, that it was hitting emotionally. Like I did feel quite sad for Leanne that like, she was passing away, and it wasn't really confirmed whether or not because they, they said they don't find a body um, at yeah. the end. So it's not really confirmed whether or not she died or not um but you don't see her come back so yeah she might still be out there um might see because we had a bit of a different of opinion on this didn't we because i think that she survived the fire i do think she because that's a little bit left ambiguous isn't it whether or not she did have powers or not yeah um well, mm, no it is mm. because like it's never said outright yeah she was like some otherworldly being that has you know powers um and and she just like ends up killing herself and you, you never see her again but they don't find a body so i'm wondering and it's explained that when she her parents died in the house fire she was there mm. and that she ran to her room and she was scared and she didn't help her parents so i think she started the fire yeah and and she survives that because uncle she just says oh i went to my bedroom and the fire was dying and then i woke up and i was in the car with uncle george and he was taking me away so i think maybe she survived that first fire and why doesn't she you know it, to me it means that she survived this fire um, but that's just my opinion. I just think that she yeah, she probably survived and that she does have powers. Where's the kid gone? What kid? The baby. Well, that's the other thing. The, the baby just disappears, and I, I was a bit like, oh, that's a bit shit, you know? Because uh, does she have? I think the baby goes because Dorothy. It's obviously we haven't said this, but Dorothy Dorothy gets told what really happened with the baby, and she kind of has a bit of a breakdown, mm. which I also think she got over really quickly, for me. Like, that was told in episode nine, wasn't it? Uh, sorry. Yeah. End of eight, wasn't it? End of eight, yeah. And she kind of has a breakdown, and then it kind of goes straight into episode nine, and she kind of and gets... she got over a whole injury quickly. A whole back injury. Yeah, it just seemed a big rush, <laughs> didn't it? it? Like, towards the end, the last two or three episodes was a huge rush. Um, so, so looking back on it now, did it really... I think it was rushed, the ending. Um, but it was always like, what did you want from it? 
that's the thing. thing. It's hard to end a series and to make everyone happy. When it's so supernatural like this, it's like, right, you've got so many things that could happen. Yeah. I feel like you're always going to be disappointed because there's such a massive range of yeah, yeah, possibilities. Of yeah. Um, so I'm, I think it's quite good that, that he left it ambiguous and, and you can kind of make up your own mind on it. And you do get that twist at the end with the police officer and um, Rupert Grint's character and him becoming one of the Latter-day Saints. Yeah. So... I think, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think the whole series as a whole, looking back on it, it had me gripped. Um, I think Definitely. if you haven't, obviously you've listened to all the spoilers now, but um, maybe at the start of this we should have said that if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. Um, but we said in the last episode to watch it, didn't we, when we reviewed it. But yeah, I'd definitely watch it. i definitely recommend it to everyone. Yeah, um, It was really good. Yeah, so we enjoyed the servant. Moving on to uh, Last of Us. We've just finished Last of Us, and uh, I think we had mixed opinions on how it finished. Um, when Stuart's back, we can get his opinion as well. But I think I was pretty happy with how it ended. Um, I think it was a satisfying end to the, to the series as a whole. Um, what do you think, Chris? Well, I think if we don't do spoilers well, here, it's just to say whether or not you enjoyed the ending and whether or not we'd recommend the series as a whole to people. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I didn't agree with it. You didn't but again, that's because I'm invested in the show, I guess, because so, yeah. the show's invested me so much. I didn't agree with his decision, mm-hmm. but that's not to say the show was bad. Right. The ending was bad. Um. So, okay, so how they ended it, did you find it satisfying? Yeah. Well, because you were so invested in the story that you didn't agree with it that you thought it was a bad ending. I think it was a good ending. I think because it's hit you emotionally and it's made you think about that, it, it's obviously a good ending to the show. I think it's really, yeah. I'm just nitpicking on Yeah. Yeah, what there is. Um, obviously, when, when it's been already told in a in a video game, there's yeah. not a lot they can really do with it. No, of course not. And they have expanded on more of the video game in this mm. series, which I think they've done well. Um but we are going to go into spoilers because I think it's the end of the series, so we need to talk a bit about the spoilers about like how we thought it ended. But as a series as a whole, I think it's up there in like my top ten. I think definitely recommend watching it. It's very emotional. Um, I think if you're if you're wary of watching zombie TV programs because there are so many out there, I will say this this series actually doesn't have that many zombies in it. Yeah, but they're not zombies. I don't care, but oh, it's a zombie show. It's they not. are practically zombies. It's not a zombie show. It is a zombie show, it's Chris. A zombie show. It's people coming back from the dead. So. Yeah, but they don't die. Okay, they're infected. So it's, yeah. it's a very similar concept, it's not zombie, Chris. Then. Okay, so what do you want to call them? The infected. Okay. If you're worried about the sort of zombie vibe and you don't <laughs> like zombie vibe shows, there's not many. But you can infected. watch this. This is fairly PG, really. PG? Yeah. Are you joking? If you if you don't like zombies, you're gonna like it. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If if you if you're worried about the zombie, if you like concept, mushrooms, you'll like it. <laughs> if you're worried about the zombie concept, I think it's a, it's an easy show to watch because there's not many infected. Sorry, Chris. In this, so if, you, if you're a fun guy, you're gonna like it. It's oh, shut up. <laughs> it's it's dealing with the characters more, you know, the alive characters more than the infected characters, and there's a couple of instances where. The infected do show up and it's a bit like a holy shit moment. But mm. yeah, you don't get much of that. You get more of like the survivors of 
who aren't infected dealing with each of uh, each other. Yeah, I think emotionally you've got to leave like a lot, a lot of room because you're going to be affected, aren't you? Yeah, it's, it's very emotional. So you've got to leave, you know, much room, really. Oh, you're actually. <laughs> have you got these written down? I'm just joking. Fuck's sake. But yeah, I, I would say it's it's definitely worthwhile watching this. In my probably in my top ten now. Um, I look forward to seeing. Yeah, but if you're not two. watching it, shouldn't be listening to podcasts like this. Really? No, like, but we, we haven't we haven't spoiled it yet. Living so. under a rock, living under a mushroom. No, right, stop, stop now, stop, please. I'm gonna cover this <laughs> out. Um, no, but yeah, I would say definitely give this a watch. Um, we're gonna go into spoilers now, so yeah, skip this. Go watch the TV program, um, and then come back and. And listen to our review. I think if you're going to watch it, it comes. It's out on Sky um, or Now TV. You can watch it on those platforms. Um, all series are all episodes are out now. There's eight episodes. Nine. Nine episodes. Um, so yeah, go go give it a watch. So spoilers. Um, for Last of Us, you didn't agree with the ending of how he went into hospital. And I don't agree with his choice. No. Yeah, but you don't have any kids. I don't have I'm any kids either, but I'm saying <laughs> it's not like that, but you're quite I wouldn't say you're the most emotional person I've ever met, Chris. I don't know, I'm just not showing that much. Um but you have to have oh, some come on, the whole world. Well, this uh, is the thing. This is the thing, this, right? This is the thing. So you don't know how many people are left, obviously. But no. across this journey They've met a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I agree. And there's this whole little splinter town. Who's not to say there's more of these across the road? Mm-hmm. And you're going to sacrifice all those people. Your brother. And his newborn baby. Just for this one girl. But I counteract that argument with how do you know the cure was going to work? So he was going to cut out this girl's <sighs> brain. I take the risk. No, I no, no. Go, okay, so just hear me out before you bite hear, hear me out. You're going to cut out this girl's brain. You're going to kill this girl, who obviously Joe has massive investment in because he's kind of taken her on as a daughter of his own. Um, It might not work. And if you're honest, what your point is, is that, yeah, there are people surviving out there. There are so many people surviving, and they're building these communities. Yeah, but it's only a matter of time before they don't. Why is it? That it's been it's been nearly... Because they've got the infected underground. And, yeah, they? but it's been 10 years. Yeah. And there's all these people that they've met on the journey that have still survived. And they're building, like he sees in his brother's community, they've built this massive community that is working, and they, they're thriving. Why would you kill this girl... I understand what you're saying. You're you're kind of it's that typical like millions for the one, you know. Um I understand what you're saying, yeah, sacrifice her life, but I understand why he made the decision he made. He's got this daughter, not this girl who's he's really invested in and he's, you know she's almost become his daughter in a way. And I understand why he made the decision that he did. Um I do think it's gonna cause massive repercussions when so when he tells her that he makes up this lie, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So he he saves her from the hospital, but she's unconscious because she's been given these drugs to like knock her out before they do the surgery. And he kind of turns into Terminator mode and starts killing everyone in the hospital. Um, I thought that was quite it was brutal when he killed the uh, surgeon. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to kill him, and then like he was like, "I'm not letting you take her." And so bang, sure explain it. like the surgeon Eddie gets captured, and we're yeah. not operate on her brain. Yeah. To... <laughs> Get out, whatever she because has. Because cordyceps infects the brain mm-hmm. first of all, so they they need to. She they they believe that she's to isolate got whatever something in the brain that stops the infection. She has, yeah. yeah, and and then mass produces antidotes to people. 
Uh, but yeah, the thing with that, he kills the doctor, but he doesn't kill the nurses. So you've got these two nurses. The only one he leave, the only people he leaves alive are the two nurses. Mm-hmm. So I think definitely next season, they're obviously going to get out. They're going to spread word. That he killed them, yeah. yeah. So that's why I think they're gonna, people are going to come after Maybe. him. Maybe. Is his brother going to come after him? That's the thing, because he's a firefly. So mm-hmm. the fireflies are like the organisation trying to produce a cure. And yeah, if it gets out, is that going to be like a manhunt now for, for the fireflies to catch mm-hmm. Joel and Ellie? And obviously try and get the cure from Ellie again. And also, the other thing is, when Joel saves her through this like tirade mission of like just taking everyone out, he she wakes up in the car and they're driving away from the hospital, and he kind of makes up this fabrication of a lie that people the raiders came in and overtook the hospital and killed like um, everyone in there. And who's the woman that I want to say, Marlene? Marlene. I want to say Marlene. Yep, Marlene, who became like a bit of a surrogate mother. That's the other thing we haven't spoken about. Oh, we'll come back to that. But yeah, he says that Marlene got killed. And I don't think Ellie believes him. Nah. And I think she can tell that he's lying. But she ain't got a choice, really. What's she going to do? Go off in her own? Well, that's the thing. And I wonder, in season two, are they going to do a massive time jump? Because in the game, they do a time jump. Are they going to do a time jump? And is there going to be... Because I've heard people talk... I haven't played either of the games. But I've heard a lot of people say that the second game, they uh, there's a time jump and Ellie and Joel's relationship is a bit like fraught. They're, they're not like as close as they were at the end of episode one. Um, right. The first game. So I wonder if they're going to take that route. But they've said that they're going to spread the second game out over two series or multiple series. Yeah. So will they do that or will they build that relationship with him and Ellie in season two and then kind of ruin it through the end of season two and season three? So that'd be interesting to see where that goes. We also haven't spoken about the flashback in this episode. Was it this episode? Or episode eight? Where you see her mother. It was this episode, wasn't it? Was it? This episode, yeah. yeah. So you actually see Ellie's mother and see I've heard two two theories about this. So you see Ellie's mother, she's running away from an infected. She goes into this house. She's infect- pregnant. She's pregnant with yeah, Ellie. With Ellie. The, the the infected comes she's in bitten. and bites her, but in the middle of the fight and she, she ends up killing the infected, she gives birth to Ellie. Now, do you think the infection spread through the umbilical cord? Or do you think it was a knife? Because she kills the infected with the knife. And Where she does he bite her? In the leg. Yeah, so it travels upwards, doesn't it? But I don't think it would have had enough time to travel up through the umbilical cord. She, she almost cuts yeah, the umbilical cord. It travels cord. up through to the brain, doesn't it? So it's travelling upwards. All that's to go to is the brain. Yeah, but how long do you think it'll take? They, they say that well, if you get know, bit... Well, no, you do know. Because they say if you get bitten in the leg or mm. the arm, it takes like two days to be infected. Yeah. So, so it tracks, doesn't it? Mm, I think someone said that... I heard someone say... That basically when she uses the knife to cut the umbilical cord, because you get all your nutrients through the umbilical cord, that it takes on the infected's blood through the umbilical cord and that's where it goes into Ellie. Mm. I think that was like that makes a lot more sense. Mm. Um but yeah, so that was I thought that was really interesting. And that her well, mum when, when you cut the umbilical cord it's it's severed. But it's still taken the travel. Nothing's gonna travel. Mm. Okay. Well mm. it's it doesn't really matter. But what pissed me off. Well, oh, sorry. Is <laughs> right. So now, after this, Marlene comes in, finds a slowly dying mum, finds yeah. a newborn baby. Yeah. They take Ellie away. She well, she make, she says, "Make she me a make promise that you're going to look after Ellie." Yeah, and she has to make the decision to. Obviously, the mum doesn't want to go out suffering, and then Marlene. Marlene, she asks Marlene to kill her, doesn't yeah. she? Um. So what I know about that is right. You're Marlene. You've seen this. You've gone on this massive hunt for Ellie. You know, halfway across the country. 
if you're willing to do surgery on a kid, sacrifice them, who is the only cure if it goes wrong, you're done. Yeah. Why aren't you? And this sounds horrible, but hey, it's an effective world. Why aren't you going around to other pregnant people, you know, capturing an infected, getting them to bite a pregnant woman, then they give birth and seeing if that. That's a very good Waiting idea, for the actually. kid to grow That's up. That's a very good idea. You know, you can do it on all different types, bite on the leg, one bite on the arm, bite on the umbilical cord if you want to do that. And then doing it that way. I mean, that is brutal, but they have been blown up like right. towns and stuff. So yeah, you know, it's not like it would be out of character for the fireflies to do you that. You know why Ellie's got what she's got. Maybe so she's just, maybe re- she's just too stupid to think that? about it. But no, I do think that's a good idea. Why didn't they do that? Um... <laughs> Very brutal, Chris. But yeah, I do. I do think that's um, a fair, fair point. Um, but the 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 girl who plays Ellie's mum is actually the girl who plays. Mm-hmm. What's the actress's name? She actually plays Ellie in the games. Ashley, Ashley Johnson. Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Obviously, you got James who. It was odd as well. Yeah, yeah, we did in the last yeah. episode. But it's odd because she sounds like Ellie. Like the girl who plays Ellie in the TV series, she sound. I felt like they sound so alike. I kind of got that like, raspy like voice. I, I, it was really well done. I, I thought it was really good. Um, but yeah, that that was really well done. I liked seeing that flashback and seeing like what happened to the mum and why that kind of you feel for Ellie that she lost her mum and you know she's obviously lost Marlene now, who's kind of became mm-hmm. a bit like a mother f- figure. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of understand why Joel did what he did, and yeah, I understand it. Um, I yeah, um, but it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out between the two of them now. Um, but yeah so the final episode I, I enjoyed it I thought it was really good and the montage where he goes through like killing people was just like, brutal Brilliant. it was unreal Brilliant. that um, is sort of video game isn't it because it, it yeah. does it in sort of first person doesn't yeah, it yeah well? a little bit yeah, yeah I can imagine the video game being like right it's 20 minutes you got to work your way mm-hmm. through the hospital kill these people um, but no I thought it was really well done and they played like the last of us theme tune through it but it was like slowed down I thought, I thought it was really good um, yeah great way to end the series and, and leaves that little wasn't a massive cliffhanger into season two, but it leaves no. that little like, or well, there's a bit of a fracture between the, the two characters. Yeah, it's enough to make people who haven't played the game want to come back for season two or want to play the game. Well, either want to play the game or not be too disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's obviously just simple for people that have played the game because they know what happens and they know what's going to happen in season two. Mm, yeah. If they stay completely faithful to the game. Yeah. Um, but the series as a whole, I think it's it's definitely one of the best series I've watched in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just HBO, man, isn't it? It's just HBO. Yeah, you can almost always trust HBO is going to bring out some good content. Um, but no, I think it wasn't too long. It was the right amount of time. Um, I think it had a lot of emotion. Um, and I, I'm really glad they expanded on some of the points in the games, like the the Frank and Bill episode. I really enjoyed that. That's probably one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really glad. It's probably one, and we haven't really spoken about this, but I thought my my favorite episode was episode five. What happened in that one? With the kid and his brother. Yeah, and that was heartbreaking. Fucking, yeah. That actually reduced me to tears. Honestly, <laughs> I, I was heartbroken by that. I couldn't believe that. Um, yeah, that was a huge moment between Sam and his and his brother. Um, but yeah, I just think it's probably the best adaptation from video game to live action that we've ever seen. Would you agree with that? Yeah, but it's not a big sample size, is it? Really? What do you mean? What other ones have they been? Are you joking? Tomb Raider? 
Um, not series. No, but film. Sorry, you've had Uncharted, which is the most recent one. I'm saying, I just said yeah, but I just said to live action. So I'm saying right. any TV series or film, I think it's the best one yet. And and maybe that does prove maybe that's proving the pudding. Maybe they need to do it as a TV series and give it more time because mm-hmm. games obviously are a lot longer. Well, some games are a lot longer than a film, so maybe they need more time to develop it. Um, obviously, you've got Dungeons and Dragons coming out, which is based off a board game, which would be interesting to see how that does. Um, but yeah, I think it was probably the best adaptation I've seen to live action, be TV series or film, that's based off a video game. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to season two. Um, I saw that Ellie, the girl who plays Ellie, what's the, girl's, the actress's name? Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. I saw Bella Ramsey say in an interview the other day that they're probably going to be <coughs> filming it mm. um, next year. It could be two years away. Well, yeah, it? it could be yeah. end of 2024. 25. For, it comes out. 2025. Yeah. Which breaks my heart. I just like, oh, there's so much time to yeah. wait. Um, I've got to remember that. They filmed this before the pandemic. Did they really? Mm. Are you sure? Yeah. I think it was filmed during the pandemic. Because I've seen behind the scenes where they've got masks on and stuff. Or maybe it was filmed just before the pandemic hit and I don't know. That needs that needs confirming, but we're not gonna do it right now. Oh, Chris has got his little trusty phone out, he's he's looking it up. Nah, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. Just got that. I think it was filmed during the pandemic. I watched an interview of someone the other day and they said they wrapped shooting on the day the pandemic was uh, confirmed lockdown started well they're obviously wrong they're not right? I can't remember what it was yeah but it's obviously not oh, so it's something else. Else. Right, okay. yeah so I think this was filmed during the pandemic or, or just yeah, coming out at the end 22. of it yeah 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 and yeah just the locations we've got I watched there's a little the making of the last of us sort of documentary only half hour on now TV yeah awesome. um, just explains it and all the filming behind the scenes really insane to see is it worthwhile watching that as well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just the whole set says there's one thing um, when they're filming in Canada, they need snow for the uh, the town they go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had to have three hundred massive trucks. Well, fake this, snow. this this place in Canada usually always snows, but they get there. <laughs> it hasn't snowed. <laughs> so they had to go about a mile mile away. Three hundred trucks had to ferry the snow in there. Three hundred trucks. Yeah, yeah. And they had to scrape it all down, put it all down. And of course, the day after they start filming, it's nice. They, they start filming <laughs> that night. It snowed. <laughs> That's not really good for the carbon footprint, no. is it? Yeah, but yeah it's just go. mad to see you get all the the clickers, the sounds of the clickers. Oh the yeah, two people I saw that. that, that. Amazing. Um, is, that that, does, is that in the yeah, show? Yeah. The and show? the guy that does the music, he did the music for the game. And just in trying to craft this soundtrack, <sighs> he said he wanted to keep it really simple. Yeah. Because this is now a simple world. Yeah, they use guitar and yeah. like, you know, bass instruments a lot. But um, I love the music. I've been listening to music mm. at work. I think it's so good. Um, the theme tune is just unreal. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a great show, and um, yeah, I hope everyone else who's listening, if anyone's listening, enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing where season two sort of goes. Mm-hmm. I think we've spoken a bit about that, but yeah, like, I think the fireflies will come after them. Yeah, well, I well, you know, you <laughs> see, so, yeah, yeah, I have to it's make it aware to the listeners that I'm not obviously not going to give anything away, but it was sport for me the other day. I was listening to a podcast, and I didn't realize, but they started speaking about spoilers of the second game, and they gave away a massive point i almost cried i was like oh for fuck's sake so i think i'm probably gonna go and play the second game now um and then enjoy that and then see if the series is loyal to that um but no yeah 
it's inter- it's very interesting what happens. You you'll enjoy it. Well, who knows? Three years away, man. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot. Of, someone <laughs> totally. can change a lot in that time. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. So next time we've got next episode we've got John Wick. Yes, John Wick's come out. Maybe yeah. you might do a whole episode on that. Yeah, I it's think supposed to be good. And then we've got the return of the goat. <sighs> Succession. I was gonna say Stuart. No, succession. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. I'm I'm so looking forward to succession. Um, I've enjoyed the first three series, and and I've heard really good things about mm-hmm. the fourth one. So yeah, I think we do Scream on the next one. You haven't seen it? Yeah, I haven't seen. I need to see um, Scream. That's been out a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'll probably go and see Dungeons maybe and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. And just give maybe I'll be the only one seeing that because you're not really interested. TV. In we talk about the Mando still. Yeah, and we probably need to watch something else. Um, just to give a bit of variety as to what's what's out there. Um, but yeah. That, so look forward to that in our next episodes. Um, and then I'll just make this as well. Get on Barry if you haven't watched Barry. Watch Barry. Well, maybe we'll the bring last that up season in the next comes episode. out at the end of April in a month's time. So it's just enough time for you to watch the first three seasons. Maybe I'll try and catch up on Barry. Probably in my in my top three shows. Yeah, really. Yeah. That good. Well, I'll try and catch up then, and we can talk about that on the next episode. Um. Yeah, sorry, we, we've uh, sorry if you've missed Stuart in this episode, but he's having a wonderful time skiing. He didn't have to get 300 trucks to get the snow, hopefully. Nah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, we um, look forward to having him back. So thanks for listening and uh, goodbye.